Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's the midweek episode and we're going to discuss some pitchers. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. We got Trevor Plouffe coming from California, and BBD behind the dish, producing the show. As I said, it's brought to you by Seat Geek. And if you want to go check out a game and get yourself some tickets, use code Talking for twenty dollars off at Seat Geek. $20 off your first purchase with the promo code TALKIN. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app and use code TALKIN for $20 off your first seat geek order. You can go to a concert, baseball game, whatever game you want. You just get the app, you scroll through, you find the best deal, and then you use the code. All right, we got some starting pitching to discuss. Guys that you should be looking out for and paying attention to their starts if you're interested in adding a starter to your team at the deadline. And then some relievers that you should be looking out for if you see them jog onto the field versus your team and let you know, hey, this guy ain't a scrub. He's the real deal. So that's what we got on the menu today. Jake, are you excited to talk about pitchers? Who do you think is more excited, you or Trev? James, Trevor... BBD, everyone listening, uh, hope you're enjoying your week. Summer's here. Baseball is going. I think I'm more excited. I, th I think Trevor in his heart of heart knows uh, that his angst against pitchers will come out this episode. Uh, but I'm glad we're showing uh, the hurlers a little bit of love. And I think, you know, summer's here, which means you kind of know which way your team's season is heading. There's a couple teams in the middle area that kind of aren't sure what's going on. But, you know, talking about some deadline guys and who, uh, who could be joining your team's rotation and will they be a game changer? Um, that's always one of the most exciting things for me. I was a kind of loser kid that would play franchise modes and stuff growing up that you know, making that move at the deadline, trading for a guy who's maybe a veteran presence that can lock down the hot corner, but maybe he can also play a little first and corner outfield and he's seen a lot and he'll throw younger guys under his wings. That could be the kind of guy that could change your your team's season. So that's where I'll I'll kick it to Trevor Plouffe and see how he's doing. I told you guys pre-show how I'm doing. I'm not sure it's appropriate to mention mm. on air. Ooh. Um, but I'm excited about this. You know, you know, I don't love pitchers in general starters mostly. So I'm going to be talking about relievers. We talk uh, about teams having a guy in their bullpen who's absolutely filthy. And most people don't even know his name. And that even with us, the greatest baseball show to ever be assembled. There are guys that we just don't know. It's hard to keep up with everybody. So we're going to highlight, I think, four guys out of some pens for some teams that we don't normally talk about. These guys are having absolutely killer years. And, you know, when you get to focus on them a little bit, you can see, hey, either they're going to help that team in the following years or they could be on your team, uh, the one that's in the postseason hunt too. Like these are guys that could definitely be traded as well. Uh, and it's good to just shine a little love on the relievers because sometimes they need love more than the starters do. Starters do. get enough of it. Right, James? They do. You know what I Googled recently? Mm. 
Oh, Nick Anderson. Okay. Did he What's get TJ? No, he's been hurt. I don't know if he got Tommy John. It was a quick Google because then I, I kind of was like, ah, I don't know. But, like, I mean, he was a stud of all studs. That, and then it's a very volatile position, the reliever world. Yes. To, to stick UCL, around. 10, 10, 10, 27, 21. So, yeah. Overuse. Did he get TJ or is he rehabbing it? A lot of guys get it. Um, I also remember I've I've often referenced on Talking Baseball my reliever chat with Peter Moylan and Jerry Blevins. And uh, Trev, you said you love the relievers. It's it's so funny that if they go out and have a bad day and blow a game, what's in the box score? L. Moylan. L. Blevins. They came in, they threw 14 pitches. <laughs> And there they are in the box score. You lost the game. Uh, the team hates you. Trevor Plouffe's talking shit behind your back in the locker room. No. And then you come out, you know, if you if you have a bad couple weeks, your your career is, like, in question. So it's, it is, it is crazy, the actual life of relief pitchers. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you're highlighting the guys that deserve love, T-Nasty. Well, let's see. He might not stick to his promise. Yeah, that's he might true. shit all over these guys. I mean, he'd take them, y'all. He'd take them up top. But... Probably. Probably. Some of these guys are pretty nasty, dude. Okay. Know. Okay. All David right. Bednar. Ooh. Spoiler alert. He's going to be mentioned. Don't Too bring soon. her up. I don't want any of that. Too soon. Uh, Trev, I was going to start off with the pitchers because I think it's a quicker segment. Kind of quick segments for or for both today. I just have a list of pitchers, Trev, that are free agents at the end of the year. Mm. I want to go down them. And I mm. want... What? Oh, yeah, I want to go down mm. on them. And I want you Speaking to tell of. me... Um, who will get traded? Who will be on the move and who won't? Okay. Oh, because I'm the Oracle. I'll let yeah, everybody yeah. know it's going to happen. So Noah Syndergaard. Are the Angels going to be out of it and trade him? This is baseball today. I'm Chris no. Rose. Wow. You just got no. Chris Rose. Yeah, I just got you. I just Chris Rose. You got you. to answer that question. No, I think uh, the Angels will continue to fight for a postseason uh, berth because Heads will roll if they don't. Okay. I think I agree. But I, I think there's agree. already been one head to roll. More will be coming. I think they really want to make the postseason. I'm going to see Noah. This is going to come out on my birthday to, tomorrow. I'm going to see Noah tonight, Tuesday night. Tell him we say hi. I mean, not him. I'm going to go watch him pitch. Right. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. Cindergard Gonsolin, your two guys? Yes. What a matchup. I got a body like Syndergaard and a mind like Catterday. It's mm. a beautiful thing. Mm. Do you think this is the year, and Jake, I'll, I'll let you start with this one. Do you think this is the year that Luis Castillo finally gets moved? If not now, when, Jim? This is his... Is this his free agent year, or is he a one and a half? I think he's got, an, I think he's got another year left. Which is why I ask, because if it was, yeah, he's got, he's on uh, ARB three next year. What's Dude, it? I don't think the Reds are gonna. <laughs> so that like, changed, I, I that hate, changed that quick. Hate to hate to bum it out a little bit for the other teams looking for this guy. I think they're asking for a very high price, and I just don't think teams are going to pay it. I, 
honestly, and this might piss even more people off. Oh, Jake, sound off in the comments. If I had to pick a team that would get Luis Castillo, it would be a Dodgers. Like, if they would be the... How many organizations have proved that they're, like, all in, all in? Like, willing to compromise actual trade assets. Like, look at the Scherzer trade last year. Uh, And now, you know, Bauer's been fully ruled out. Walker Bueller just went down. Like, Trev, not to be shots fired at your twins or... Heck, even, you know, our Yankees, their pitching's been great. I don't think they're going to make a kill shot move to go for, like, a Castillo. Uh, A lot of teams are saying Luis Castillo, Luis Castillo. I think it would only be a team like the Dodgers who are willing to move serious capital, put the chips in, and know that they have a legitimate, legitimate chance for a World Series. Yeah, I think I said last our last show that the Dodgers are the team that's going to go make a move now for one of these pitchers because they have the depth to do it because they've shown the willingness to do it. Like you said, and I think Castillo can demand a big package just because he has more years of control. It's not just a rental uh, piece, right? He has another RB year after this. So when you get someone like that, I can see the Dodgers uh, splurging and going after him. I think there's some other teams that, you know, could welcome him as well. I think there's a lot of teams that are going to be after him. I agree with you that, you know, not every team is all in willing to sacrifice prospect capital or whatever else it may take to get him. Um, but I mean, I think that I, I think there's no doubt that he's on the move. This, this trade deadline. All right. We've seen the reds trade for a guy who had a year left. Um, Trevor Bauer. We've seen the Mets do this as well. Stroman. We've seen the trade deadline used as free agency before, and Castillo has the year added to it. So is there a team like the Tigers that might – that's a weird example. You get, get what I'm saying. Is there going to be a weird fringe team? Maybe it's the your Diamondbacks that are like – Mariners. Mariners, but they're a little in it. But, like, you know, like, wait, they went out and got him? Um, that might go out and try to find a multiple-year guy like this. I mean, any team could use Luis Castillo. The guy, the guy's got an incredible resume. I just think the Reds are going to ask you for, you know, you're you're talking about like three legit prospects, um, for a year and a half of Luis Castillo. So if you're going to do that, you kind of need to be a team that's locked in it. And hey, we know the Angels have made a commitment to pitching, but. We don't know if they're even going to be in it at the deadline. You could say the same for the Mariners. I, I guess I keep circling the Minnesota Twins. Yeah, um, when they traded for Bauer, they didn't even get prospects. The so Minnesota weird. Twins, man. I mean, we talked about all a lot of their young guys showing up this year. We talked about them. You know, this is an all-in year. Correa, they made that move. Uh, we talked about their GM, kind of. <laughs> is this the last year of his deal? And we looked into that for for an odd amount. Um that yeah, I they're the team that I would love. I would I would love if we're sitting here and saying that the twins actually did it. And man, like we've talked about that talent in the lineup. That if the Minnesota Twins had Luis Castillo and you know if Joe Ryan is breaking out and uh, if Sonny uh, can get back, like then you're talking about a. A scary team. 
Red Sox. I'm wearing a We Got Ice. Mm. Uh, what is this? I called? like that. Jersey? From the Reds to the Red Sox. There's some poetry there. It's a jersey. Yeah, I could, I could see them going and doing it. They think they can compete this year. Um, they have a, a talented farm system. There are some people at the upper levels of their minor league system that could, you know, they could use to pry him away. There's a lot of teams. Like you said, like a guy is like Luis Castillo and Frankie Montas. I mean, every team's going to be in on them. And we're going to say this. We could say this about most teams that are in the hunt for the playoffs. Everyone needs pitching, dude. Everybody needs pitching. It doesn't matter. Like the Dodgers, they have four legit starters still in their rotation right now. Four legit starters, but they're looking to add depth because they know that, you know, injuries happen. Guys, you know, stop performing, go through lulls, whatever it may be. Uh, pitching is something that's always every, every team searching for every damn team. Well, Martin Perez, we've talked about him. He's a free agent on a team that if he's, if someone's going to offer something, he should be moved, you know, uh, that, that would, my guess is that he's going to be asked for and, and on the move. We have seen the Rangers not trade guys, but they had a year left. I do think I'm talking about Lance Lynn, they had a year left, uh, and then they traded him for that year after. But this is, you just lose him afterwards, so. The other factor here is the wild card, that right now the Texas Rangers are two and a half games out of the playoffs. I mean, if you extrapolate that by trade deadline, is that five games? And then are there so many teams? Right now, the, the there's two teams between the Texas Rangers and the playoffs. Um as we record this, the White Sox are behind them, the Angels are behind them, the Mariners are behind them. If those teams jump them, the Rangers had a great May. I think they were 17-10 and 10 in May. So that's the thing. If, if they roll out another good month of baseball, I think they hold on to Martin, which I don't know if that's the right move, but it would. if I'm a Texas Rangers fan and my team spent how many millions in free agency last year? And it's the trade deadline, and we're technically three games out of a playoff spot. I I don't want to trade Martin Perez. So you, but you, so you think they'll stay three games out? I feel like it's not a them question. It feels like an Angels Mariners question. It's like, are either of those teams going to actually figure it out? Or White Sox? Even if them, that's I think they can do a little West Coast. That's none of my business. Well, they're all the competing for the same the spot, right? They're not going to beat the they're going to beat the. But you're going to have a lot more games against the Angels and the Mariners. That if yeah. those teams are bad teams, your odds are significantly better. Be interesting to see. I mean, they're going to have to make a decision there at the around the All Star break. So I guess that's kind of like Rangers watch because if the Rangers dip down, I do think Martin Perez will be asked for. Uh, uh, and then I don't know, I don't know who else is performing for them. That might be like, cause last year the Rangers traded their best Gibby and, um, the, the closer blanking on his name. What? Ian Kennedy. Yeah. Gibby and Kennedy. Like they traded their pitcher and their closer. So if they are, you know, out of it again, I don't think the Rangers plan was over for this year. So I don't think it like goes against what they're doing. Which is the next year plan? If they if they fall behind, if they're f- six games out, I could see them being one of those fringe teams like you're talking about, James. And um, you know, a guy like Martin Perez, who you know obviously has spent a lot of time with the Texas Rangers organization. Uh, you got him for one year, four million this year. 
if they're looking for the next right. two, three years, want to say, Hey, Martin, you like it here, bro. You're, you're having success this year. Why don't we give you three years and you could get him, you know, a guy like that, you know, towards the end of his career, you could give him a three-year deal, guarantee him some cash. And I think he'd stick around, man. It's always, it's always greener on the other side, dude, when you test free agency. So like if a guy's happy somewhere, uh, ha- is having success. I think this is when an organization tries to go out there and, and take advantage of that. So they could do that too. Set up the next couple of years. Okay. All right. Now this one, Frankie Montes, mm. he's going to mm. be traded. Asked. They're not a team like the Rangers who are going to try to resign him that are going to try and keep him around that are trying to win next year. They're trying to get prospects that they can turn into cheap players. So he has to be traded, right? Unless they wait another year. Like this is the, the A's are only going to do this trade when they feel like they've gotten what they want. They, they know that they can wait in, until like up until the trade deadline to see if someone's going to, you know, to jump at it. They can wait in the off season to see if some team wants to jump at it. They can wait till next year, early on next year, trade deadline. Like they're just going to wait. They've been through this so many times. Uh, is it forced and bean still doing everything over there? So they're veterans at this. They'll play the waiting game. If need be, I'd, ex- I would love to see Montas go somewhere as I want to see him pitching some meaningful games uh, for a, a team this year. Uh, but I, I think the, A's even more so than the Reds will be willing to hold on and and play their hand and just wait for someone to push it all in for them. I I think the only poker reference. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Gambling. I, the only thing where I, I think I'd, I'd counter a little there, Trev is that Oakland, I think the prospect package you could give them doesn't have to be guys on timelines. Like, let's be honest, Oakland isn't even on a three-year plan right now. Like, Oakland just, they just emptied the cupboard. Like, they're on kind of a five-year rebuild plan, I think, if if we're being honest. The Cincinnati Reds, and and tying this to Luis Castillo, like, they called up a couple guys. I mean, they've they've called up Hunter Green, um, you know, Jonathan India coming off uh, his rookie year. I think Cincinnati has a two- to three-year rebuild plan that if they're trading with you, they want guys that are going to be in the show pretty soon. Um, you know, Graham Ashcraft, Jim's been talking about him and, and how good he's been. Tyler Molly's kind of broken out. Like, I think the Reds have almost a two-year reset plan in the NL Central. With the A's, if you're willing to give them real prospects who are 19, 18 years old, I think that's where you can move a little a little more of the needle with them because I, I think they'd be fine with that. If you have a child that you're willing to trade, A's yes. are ready to take that child. Yes. And raise it as one of their own. We like the babies. What would it take for you to trade one of your kids, Trev? Death for what, probably? though? Like, is there anything? I guess that's a great question, huh? I'm going to say, like, to the two of them, I'd take, like, two teddies. I would love that for one teddy. Oh, okay. Multiplying kids. Get two yeah. of your kids for one. No, I love my kids. That's a good trade. That freaks me out, That's a good trade. Freak me out. 
Now this guy, if someone it. calls up this team and says, we want bring, this guy, bring, bring, someone bring. calls up this team and says, we want this guy, he's on the move, right? Or are you guys going to talk me out of this one too? Jose Quintana. Someone calls the Pirates oh. and say, hey, Jose's having himself a nice season. 12 starts or so. Looks great, especially the first nine. We'd love to add him to our team to help us down the stretch. We'll give you this for him. Mm. Pirates are going to say yes, right? Got to. Trev? Yes. I'm in agreement on this one. Okay. Awesome. So, let it be known. Jose Quintana is going to get traded. He's a 12th prospect in your org kind of guy. What did the Yankees get for Heaney? Jansen Junk? Hey, don't. Leave that right? out, BBD. That was what they got, I think. That out. Can't say that on YouTube. You just mentioned that guy with the neck again. Young. That's uh, Josh Young. Josh Young. Young. Yeah. Him and his brother, Jace. Yeah. No, the I messaged Nick. Jansen Junk. The Hung Brothers. And Elvis Paguero. Mm. I mean, these are all kind of names that we knew going into the season had a chance to be traded. We probably talked about them in the TPPs. I know we definitely said Castillo, Montas, and and Quintana. Anybody off the beaten path that we're not really thinking of? I have one wild card. Madison Bumgarner. All yeah, of the Cubs. Heard that. I don't think Bum's getting traded. He's probably got a no trade clause, so that makes it difficult. And you got to eat a lot of the money, so that makes it difficult. And I feel like a lot of the money-eating stuff doesn't happen at the deadline. It happens in the winter meetings and the offseason. But I could be very wrong there. Just okay. sloppier conversations. Uh, we should have met Wade Miley from the Cubs. That seems like a guy that'll definitely be on the move, um, as as he's on a one year deal. I've got one that, hey, a lot of stars would have to align, but some of the stars are having to align already, and maybe we could see two contenders trade, or a little bit of a wonky trade. Trev, your guy from the Talking Baseball pregame show. Snellzilla, the Padres' strength is their starting pitching. Clevenger went back to the IL. They have... Okay, so Gallo for Clevenger, straight up. I mean, that's been a rumor on Yankees' Twitter. Really? I mean, Gallo to the Padres has been a Yankees' Twitter joke for a while, but um, I I don't think that would line up because Snell has a year and a half, I believe, so he's a year and a half guy. So if you're the Padres and your team needs a little hitting and maybe Clev comes back and, and he looks better, um, right now they have a six-man. Darvish, Manaya, Musgrove, Nick Martinez, Mackenzie Gore, Blake Snell, and if you add Clevenger to that, if they can get... Clev's hurt still? Uh, I think he's COVID. Um, if you could get... A hitting return for Blake Snell, and maybe we see two two contending teams do a swap there. That's fun. A lot of things have to align, but that's fun baseball. What a night for a dance, and you know I'm a dancing machine. That is fun. Should I don't I know if thoughts? I see that. I don't know, man. I think teams hoard uh, pitching, dude. They just yeah. hoard it. It's I wouldn't. I wouldn't give. Even I if I had seven starters who I thought, like, man, I got to find a place for these guys, I find a place for them somewhere. Because the bullpen I, opens up in the postseason. I just think it's too 
It's too valuable. Now I will say Bottom this. Line. I'm glad that Jake presented it and started the conversation, not naysaying the discussion. Yeah, I mean, oh, I was like thinking in the back of my head, what are the Marlins going to do with all that pitching? Are they just going to keep holding on to it? They need, they need offensive upgrades. Maybe you know, are they? Do they think they're still in it this year? Because they're probably not. Oh my goodness, Trav. That's mean. I picked them. I said they're my dark horse World Series champs, but you know it's not really happening for them over there. They have a ton of pitching and pitching prospects on the way too. Like, do they ship one out to get a, a bat with some service time, uh, a couple years left on a contract, maybe? Where the hell is Sixto Sanchez? I think Pablo Lopez just got hurt, so maybe that puts a damper on that whole thing. Did he? He took a comeback around his pitching hand. I hope it's not too yeah, that's, bad. He came out of a game. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but it was, I don't know. I don't know what I haven't followed up on it. I'll Google it. Marlins might be okay. calling up Max Meyer soon too, and which again, that's what I'm talking about. The pitching guy is coming. No, no, I did follow him. Pablo's good. He's on track. Pablo's good. Start. He's okay. Yeah, yeah, he's on track. Okay. I mean, they're not going to trade any of these pitchers because they all got so many years left. I know. I know. Like Anthony Bass. There you go. Mm. Trade him. No, they're not trading him. We're anyone. still trying to find the guy in that clubhouse that's like not a fan of jazz, right? Still trying um, to figure that out. It's not me. Yeah. Maybe Tanner Scott. Come on. Just looking at names. Just reading names. Yeah. Tanner Scott, two first names. Tough. Two last names, too. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Was Jesse it, Tanner, is that somebody in, a, in Full House? Americana? Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner. Uncle Jesse is your friend. He is my friend. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. Uncle Joey's Jake in another life. Just me. me and Every me. once in a while, I'll just see John Stamos and we'll just talk about stuff. He a baseball guy? No. You ever yuck no, any he Dodgers? likes to tell me he's like I'm just not athletic <laughs> at all, and he, you know, he has a new show out. I'll plug him real quick. Oh my god! Show on Disney dude. Plus. He plays a basketball coach, and yeah, he, he's like, dude, I had Lush. to like learn everything about <laughs> basketball. Was he at your birthday? No, you oh, know, it was really small, yeah, small. It was a small. I didn't. Gathering. I'll be honest. I didn't extend the invite. Maybe I should have. I think Liv extended about me. the invite. Do you guys want to go into my topic a little bit now? Your yeah, we didn't really. No pitchers are getting traded. It turns out. No, <laughs> no idea. They are getting traded. Pitchers are getting traded. I don't know. Castillo and Montas are getting traded. Maybe both to the Dodgers. I thought you said Castillo wasn't getting traded. No, I said Montas. They get apt to keep him because they're experienced in holding on to players and trading them when they need to, but. Uh, I think both those guys are gone. Trev's a Castillo over Montas guy. I'm a Montas gets traded over Castillo guy. Trade them all. We talk about this, um, you know, quite a bit on our show. A lot of times it's offline. We're like, dude, who is this guy that's just an absolute stud in a bullpen? And Jake, you're like, I think your quote was, every single team has a reliever who's lights out that you don't know their name. Yeah. And I never really thought about it that way. 
But as you start looking at team stat pages, as much as we do, we're on baseball reference and fan graphs pretty much every dang day. Uh, you do start to notice guys. You're like, wow, that is, uh, those are really good numbers. Don't really know this guy's name. Don't know if I've ever seen him pitch. Uh, so I started uh, looking around the league and I found four guys and I wanted to, I wanted to do teams or I think we're gonna do three today. We'll do like a fourth as a bonus. I want to do three guys who are on teams that we don't talk a lot about on talking baseball. People get mad at us, but really look, we only have so much time to do our show. And if your team is not in the headlines or doing something special, it's hard for us to get all excited about it, but I'm going to fill that void right now. We're going to start off. uh, I'll just list the names first and we'll go through them. Okay. Before you do that, I want to tell you something. Yeah. If you're coming too early, Roman can help you out. I never had that out. problem. I wish I did. Wish you did. Yeah. Well, I do. maybe, maybe, you know, sometimes people drink coffee and they say it actually makes me sleepier. Maybe you can try the Roman swipes and, and, and I'll help you out. I think so. The opposite effect. But I don't think so because they're clinically proven to work at what they do. Mm. So I doubt you're going to have a reverse effect. I think you're going to have the desired effect, which is lasting longer in bed, which, you know, I polled our audience of listeners and it was like 20,000 people responded, uh, which is, uh, you know, a percentage of our audience, not all of them. Um, and they were like, yep, yeah, I bust instantly. Uh, it's embarrassing. And uh, I don't like it. Ever and, had a quick shot, Trev? Not even once? And it's not, it's not that I feel bad about myself. I just really want to satisfy my wife because I love her so much. Um, and then I said, well, why don't you try the Roman swipes? And, uh, so now people are, and they're getting $10 off their first order and you don't need a doctor or, or anything. Where you do just you rub it? it? Where do you get it? Where do you rub it? Just all over? We're going to get them and we're going to try them. We're going to do a little demonstration Ooh. on the penis. Yeah. I'm guessing on the penis. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Free two day strip shipping. No prescription needed. Safe, effective, used by millions of men. GetRoman.com slash talking today. You'll get $10 off your first order. GetRoman.com slash talking. Last longer in bed. Enjoy your life. Now, see, the relievers I'm about to talk about, they like it quick. Mm. They don't want Roman swipes all over the shaft. They like it quick. Yep. It's true. So I have the fan graphs reliever uh, leaders page up here. I do have it qualified to some innings, I believe. Innings. Minimum 10 innings pitch. If you don't have 10 innings pitch by now, not talking about you, okay? And there are some familiar names at the top. Uh, a couple of Yankees who I think because they're Yankees, people know who they are. Uh, Michael King is king of the war chart at 1.4. He's right above A.J. Minter doing the damn thing for the Braves. Uh, Ryan Helsley, probably not a household name, but we've talked about him on Talking Baseball before. Even Christian Yelich, when he did sequence with me, was talking about how nasty he was, even though he showed a video of him pumping him, whatever. Um, and then, you know, Clay Holmes, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez, who I played with, I didn't know he was uh, up there with 0.9 more. Um, Hader, Kenley Jansen, Devin Williams, Manuel Classe, you know, guys that Edwin Diaz, we're familiar with a lot of these guys. Here's another guy that we're familiar with that I didn't know was doing it this year. David Robertson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy's like an all-time great, dude. Has he ever been bad? 
like ever in his career? Like so he's a just really been good disgusting. question. It's a really good question. He's had to have faltered at times. I think his last year with the Yankees wasn't spectacular, but I don't really remember. But um, he'll, he'll get traded. I think when he first it's, got it's, to the Phillies, there's a couple bad games, but then he, he was hurt. That's what, that's all it was. His rookie Huge, year. Huge, beautiful calves, Jake. You know, yeah. you love that. We saw him, you remember? Yeah. Phillies spring training. That was like one of my biggest takeaways. Like, D-Rob's in shape. He's in shape. Funny dude, always himself, own program type of guy. But when you have that much success, you can do whatever the hell you want. Uh, but yeah, so guys like that, we know. And so to our point about people you don't know having great seasons, I'm going to start off in Pittsburgh, that beautiful park. That's all anybody ever talks about. Key Brian Hayes and that beautiful baseball field that they have there. But David Bednar, my guy, is doing it. 1.1 war already, 28 innings pitch. He's got a one two nine, and he is a guy who really lights up the baseball savant page. Lots of red with him. Um, what does he showcase, Trev? Shut up and tell us about this guy. Four-seam heater. He throws 60% of the time. He's got a curveball at 27% and a splitter at 14%. So he's got three pitch mix, which is nice for a reliever. And if you go watch the highlights, it's really about him hiding the ball. He comes separate. He separates his hands up here, like at the top, has a real whip action to everything. So it comes out and you're having to, your recognition phase against this guy is very, very short. At least that's what it seems like. I've obviously never been in the box against him. Uh, but when I see you guys take swings against him, it's like they can't read the pitch. It's like they're not give, they don't have enough time to read what's coming at him. So you might have that four seamer stay at the top of the zone, run in on you, or it could just drop out because it's a splitter. Curveball is a little bit slower, uh, kind of pops up a little bit. But this guy is really filthy. If you're a Pirates fan, obviously you know who he is. He's closing out games for you. But if you're not a Pirates fan, go check this dude out. Kind of nasty. Uh, I'm looking for his. Baseball reference page. Let me get it up. You have so many tabs open right now. He is 27 years old. Okay. He's ARB eligible in 2024. He's making no money. Like, I don't know. This is a guy who the Pirates can either keep forever and just have him in the back of their bullpen, or they go out and get some prospects for him. Not really sure what's going to happen with them. All I'm saying is people pay attention to this guy because he's filthy. 12.2 strikeouts per nine. Got his walks down to 1.6 per nine. Uh, not giving up any homers. I mean, this is exactly what you want in a closer. You guys seen this guy at all? I have a little bit of David Bednar. Um, I had a friend, I won't say his name, who used to be a part of the Pirates organization, uh, who was friendly uh, with David Bednar. Um, again, not going to give away who it was. Nice hair. Um, he said Bednar's a dude, uh, and man, uh, like the numbers are starting to speak for themselves. He had a really nice last year, 61 mm -hmm. games, a two, two, three this year. He's even upped the ante on it. He's punching big tickets. He, he was in the rookie of the year voting last year, even though he had experience in two of the previous seasons. Like you said, Trev, I, I think the pirates, I, I keep saying it as, not a joke, not a Jake always joking thing, but the Pirates are in third place this year. 
Um, they've got a little more energy than they do in past years. He was a part of the Musgrove trade. Um, so, and seeing what Joe Musgrove is doing for the Padres, I, I think you, you want to reap some of the rewards from it. And having a lockdown closer is pretty nice. Also, he was born October 10th, 1994 in Pittsburgh, PA. He went to school mm. in PA. Like, he's a 61250 thick boy. Like, this is a Pittsburgh Pirates closer. Let's keep this guy in town, babe. He's got a little bit of the Lance Lynn earmuffs fuck you to like his oh, delivery oh. like it's it's pretty intense dude like he's pitching downhill the, throws the glove out there and pulls it down real fast i think that adds to some of the deception there um just a guy to keep your eye on we haven't talked about eye on this year that much huh just had a not great start yeah not great First half. So, David Bednar, shout out, bro. We're watching you. I'm keeping my eyes on you, bro. Cole Tucker gave the thumbs up, too. That's who you're talking about. Spoiler alert. Uh, I didn't what? Know. We'll move I on. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Yeah, well, I know. It's Josh Bell. Good we'll move on. My ex-girlfriend's last name is Bednar. Two. Speaking of you and your loves, the Colorado Rockies, another former flame of yours. Mm. <laughs> We're going to be talking about a guy named Tyler Kinley. Mm. Okay. Now, Tyler's kind of been around for a little bit. First debuted in uh, 2018. He's been with Minnesota. He's been with Miami. And now he's with Colorado. So he followed in my footsteps to play in that prestigious organization, the Minnesota Twins. Uh, now he's the setup guy for Daniel Bard in Colorado. And things have just been going swimmingly for him right now. Okay. Uh, let's see, 24 innings pitched, 0.75 ERA, 27 strikeouts to six walks. I mean, this is everything you could want in a guy. Uh, let's get his stack or his um, savant page up. Another beautiful savant page. A lot of red in the percentile rankings. Uh, pitch mix, that was a slider more than anything, 52%. Four-seam fastball, 46%. That's basically it. Basically it. They have him as uh, throwing five sinkers and two change-ups. So we can just write those two pitches off and go with a slider and the four-seam heater. Um, you know, he's got decent velocity. Uh, but I was reading some articles. He's starting to pitch a little bit, understanding uh, how, to, how to, you know, two pitches can't really set guys up too much, but he's learning when to throw them, how to throw them, where to throw them, what speed to throw them. Uh, and it's just really taken – uh, a turn for the better here. And it's another example. Like what are, what are they going to do with this guy? You know, he's a, he's arb eligible next year. He's free agent 2025. Are the Rockies into it? Like, are they in it? Like, what are they going to do with this guy? Because a lot of teams could be looking uh, to get his help. Tyler Kinley having a great year. Have you guys seen this guy pitch? I have not knowingly seen him pitch. I may have seen him pitch, but didn't like input it as like, oh, that guy's uh, Kinley. He's good. He's not a big dude. Yeah, he's like he's kind of average height, average weight type of guy. So I guess he doesn't stand out when you just look at something like that. We love our big boys, um, but really uh, locating the ball well this year. Six four two twenty. Yeah. Oh, he is six four. I, I've had it mixed up with the other guy I'm looking at. 
But I'm watching on the mound right now. It doesn't look like he's massive. Okay, fair. Same. <clears throat> Tyler so shout Kinley. Shout out Tyler Kinley. Yeah, what do you got, Jake? Kelsey Wingert's Rocks, formerly My Rocks. Um, Rockies are always tricky. Uh, they screwed me on Chris Rose's trade deadline show last year because I had assumed they were going to trade Trevor Story, who left them for the Boston Red Sox. They did not. They did not. They signed Chris Bryant in this free agency this very year. So they're somewhat of a wild card, and if they get good pitching, it feels like something you, you'd want to bottle up. Previous to this year, the ERA doesn't look great, and as Jimmy mm-hmm, will tell mm-hmm. you, you can't always use ERA for relievers. Um in 2020, he had some good baseball savant stuff going on. Expected batting average, hard hit percentage. This year, again, the numbers uh, across the board are are really good. This seems like a guy that is a target for the Yankees or Dodgers or some of these teams that have tapped into guys and gone to the next level with a Clay Holmes. You know, his baseball savant was pretty, pretty, but the results weren't there. Um, that being said, you'd have to pay a little bit. Um, so I don't know. Just the Rockies are too much of a wild card for me. I don't believe they're ever going to trade guys. So, like, if this was if this was Shark Tank bullpen, like, I'd be like, because the Rockies are involved, for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, but... but- they might not get traded, but still, if your team is playing the Rockies and Tyler Kinley runs out of the oh, bullpen, yeah. now you know, like, oh, shit, this guy's having to get himself a season. Be scared. Daniel Bard's been showering him with compliments, mm-hmm. uh, as a teammate should. While showering. Um, yeah. Showering right. with compliments. I love, I love doing this. I love giving these guys shine because, dude, you kind of mentioned it earlier, Jake. We only really know relievers when they do bad. That's when you really get to see like reliever highlights, especially if you're not a closer, like you're a setup man. Like, yeah, you maybe get shown punching a dude out to like preserve a lead or something like that, but you don't get the shine. Peter Moylan got no shine until now shine. We mentioned the Texas Rangers earlier. Okay. They got a guy 10th in reliever war, according to fan graphs. Um, uh, I think two last names, Brock Burke. Mm. That's two last names, right? Brock Christopher Burke from Colorado. 32 and two thirds innings pitch with a 0.83. He is a lefty 6'4", 210. So he's kind of a tall gangly, uh, dude. We don't know exactly what the Rangers, uh, plan is. Uh, but I, I'm assuming it um, involves this guy. Now, here's a little bit different thing with old Brock Burke. The baseball savant percentile rankings don't really love him. Middle of the pat, kind of blue. So maybe we're seeing a little bit of what might see a little bit of negative regression here. But uh, as of right now, the guy's absolutely doing it. And he features a four-seam heater, those 60% of the time. Uh, a slider, he does 22% of the time, and a changeup at 12% of the time. Um, another guy who throws pretty damn hard, 95 miles an hour on the heater coming from the left side, tall lefty, that's really good. Um, spin up, actually, from last year, so that's good to see. 
always like to check that out. In fact, Tyler Kinney, I meant to mention that. Spins down a little bit, but having better numbers, whatever that means. So Brock Burke's a guy you got to keep an eye on um, when you watch him pitch, kind of crossfire a little bit, looks a little funky <coughs> out there. Anytime you get a big lefty throwing hard like that, it just is a little bit different. Um, let's see where he's at in his um, contract. Arb eligible in 2024. He's only got a year and change service time right now, two years after this. So he's a free agent in 2027. This guy is going to be around for the Rangers when they start to, to go. He was the the jerks and pro far Eli White trade. Uh, they got him from the Rays. Going to mention that. So when you get somebody from the Rays, you know you have at least some talent that you can work with. Third rounder. Yeah, Meriden just like takes about him. A lot of the Rangers uh, blogs or articles are saying should they they revisit him as a starter because he's pitching so well. Ten and a half Ks per nine, two and a uh, two point eight walks per nine. Uh, those are both better than his career uh, averages. Uh, looks like he missed a bunch of time. This he might have had some surgery. Yeah, he missed two point. years. Yeah, looks like Tommy John maybe. I mean, or yeah, twenty and twenty twenty one. This is a guy you can bank on. I think, yeah, he, he's not going anywhere. The Rangers are going to, you know, just continue to roll with him. But he's been lights out. Never heard of this guy. Watched some highlights and very impressed with the way he pitches. So shout out Brock Burke. I want to say Brooke Burke, who was mm-hmm. um, wild on E. Yeah. Yeah. That's a young Coach Trev yeah. love right there. Brooke Burke. It's like my favorite. My for, my uh, first poster, I believe. It's like, was she one with the gold bikini? Or is that a carbon that lecture? That's 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 hilarious. I know that picture. Yeah, it was like in like every Spencer's gift shop was like the main like come young boys and buy this poster. Yeah. Like C D shop back when we were Weird. I lost internet, so I can't find it. Pretty uh Yeah, pretty what? Yeah, I mean I flashbacks to me and my dad watching Wild on E together, which in hindsight <laughs> feels Probably both of us were feeling a little uncomfortable. Um, I like the fact, uh, Trev, young lefty. Uh, he's currently split-proof this year. He's getting lefties and righties out. You like that. Um, and it looks like from some of the highlights I've been watching, he uh, it looks like against righties he kind of comes to the third base side of the rubber and he really gets the fastball in on your hands, and that's... I mean, I don't have to tell you as a power hit and righty. That's the pitch you and I have struggled with. Um, uh, it depends how far you get it in there. We can keep our hands nice and tight against a lefty. I mean, we grew up watching Jeets. Um, Brock Burke. I mean, good bullpen name, too. Brock Burke. I like it. That poster. Is that the picture? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like gold, good gold flaked bikini. Mm popular poster had it in my treehouse that's exactly what i was thinking of that i mean look yeah we didn't have the internet back in the day so if you saw like a nice picture of a girl you're like oh i remember that yeah yeah all right um still doing i got one more to give this one's gonna be a quick one we're not gonna go over them too much uh i said i'd mention it quickly and i think you know there's a guy that might be responsible for this turnaround just possibly uh he's in arizona Jake. Yes. Joe. Yes. Man. To ply. 
Yep. Nailed it. No, Mantiply. The pronunciation key is is weird, okay? I was going to say Mantiply. That messed me up. Joe Mantiply, go check out what he's doing. Brent Strom, obviously, going there. Did they have anything to do with that? I don't know. Uh, 23 and a third innings pitch, 0.39 ERA. Not necessarily a strikeout guy, but he ain't walking anybody either. Also 22 strikeouts to only one walk. I'm not looking at that. It's Carmen Electra. At Joe Man- I think I like Joe Mantiply's baseball reference page better. How about that? Wow. That's fucking a lie. So, uh, you know, a guy that's finding a lot of success uh, this year. We'll see what uh, the D-backs want to do with him. They have control until 2027. My goodness. Every time you look at a relievers page, you see that. This guy was actually drafted, I want to say, three times by the Mets in 2009, by the Phillies in 2012. <laughs> And by the Tigers in 2013. Pretty hilarious. He high school drafted 48th round. <laughs> he gets drafted in the 28th round. Goes back to school and gets himself up to round 27. So Joe Mantiply made the jump. Um, we are familiar with him because he made uh, an appearance for our Yankees, Trev. Um, in 2019, one game, three innings. Um, and yeah, now he's gone to my snakes. He's kind of, he's one of Jake's connect the dots. Yeah. Reminds me of toilet paper. Ply. Multiply. Yeah. Man supply. Can I name a couple, rifle off a couple relievers that I also think should be? Those are the four guys that stood out for me. Who else you got? Jason Adam stands out for me. Tampa Bay. On the Rays. Always. He's been big series coming up for you boys. He's been nuts. 25 innings, only two earned runs. Uh, His uh, baseball reference is cool. The Rays picked him up. They said, hey, that fastball you threw 60% of the time, not great results. So let's just drop that down to 35 and bump up the off speed. He's been nasty. Uh, Alex Lang on the Tigers, who don't have a lot of good pitching. Has also been good. Also a, a four-seam fastball out-the-window guy. Last year, Alex Lang threw his fast, four-seam fastball 45% of the time. He's thrown it 7% of the time. He is curveball 46% of the time. He's pitched in 26 games, has allowed four runs. He's pretty good. And then Sam Mall on the mm. or Mole on the uh, A's. But really, Jason Adam on the Rays who they just, like, picked up for no reason. I don't mean to be mean to these guys, but yes. it's like, hey, guys, great season you're having, but you got to do it for, like, four more years in a row. <clears throat> That's the problem with relievers, man. If you want to make a buck in this game, like, really make some money, like, that you probably deserve, because these guys are obviously, you know, a team relies on their bullpen to get them through a season most bullpen pitchers never get paid what they deserve. And for them to do it, they just have to it's one season after the next. Um, so it's good luck to these guys. Very volatile position. But if you see any of those guys coming out of the pen, just know you're in for a rough time. But you know what is going to help it out? Your gut health, Trev. How much have you been mm. worried about your gut health recently? A lot I is love the answer. Probiotics. Yeah. Well, Athletic Greens, Rosie, we talk about him. He's a big fan of this stuff, yeah. as is some other people in the John Boy Media Network. 
Jake is dying to just get more and more of it. So what is it? Can you well, guys send me some, please? Well, Thank you're you. coming here soon. Go home with some. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, and probiotics to help start your day right. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science and constant product iterations and third-party testing. It's recommended by professional athletes. I know some professional athletes that take this regularly. Mm. For every purchase, we donate to organizations helping to get nutritious, nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S., so right now, reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com baseball. Again, that is athleticgreens.com baseball to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional source. Athletic Greens, because we're talking about athletes and Carmen Electra and Brooke Burke posters, and everyone's enjoying it. Now, Trev, do you want to list off the relievers you think are having the worst seasons? Mm. I do want to mention, I forgot to mention this. I'm going to say mention one more time, and then I'll mention it. Okay. Uh, Tyler Kinley did come out of a game with a, like a nerve problem. So shout out. Hope you're feeling better, dude stinks dude the yankees lineup just came out and i got it exact nailed it nailed it nailed it. In every position every batting order i'm a genius today and today only eat shit dan work um i think it goes <clears throat> with being said to ignore some of the stuff that was just said but um also there's probably teams out there that are mad and it it, it just that we didn't mention their guy uh, because there are so many guys this year, and it, it's it's kind of part of the reason that the conversation got sparked. I know, uh, Trev, you keep mentioning your guy, Palante, on St. Louis. There's there's so many guys around the league out of bullpens that are just so nasty now. Um, and you're right, dude. They, they deserve so much more appreciation because to stay, you know, like like a lot of baseball, we get caught up in the Liam Hendricks types who are like, "Wow, look at he got he got that payday." Not a lot of guys get that. <laughs> Not no. a lot of guys get that. Uh, my dude Joe Mantiply, who's shoving right now, the baseball savant is off the chart. Uh, he's just got to do that for about five more years, and he might uh, <laughs> he he might get a nice two year deal. So give some. If you see a reliever on the street, here's my talking baseball homework assignment. If you see an MLB reliever on the street, take a picture with them and say, can I give you a hug? Hmm. And if you do and they're open to it, I'll get you a, a T-shirt. Man, to answer David Robertson's question, has he always been good? The answer is yes, yeah. whenever he's pitched. Uh, with any season, he's had over 30 innings pitched. Like He hasn't had over uh, three three. 289 career ERA over 693 games. Yeah. Almost 700 innings pitched for a reliever. 289. Oh, guess his. Uh, guess his. This is a good one. End on. Uh, $110 million. <laughs> Might be high. I'd say that's high. Um, Let's see. D-Rob, he was like a closer for a while. Next cramping. Next cramping. Uh... 
He's his own agent. He likes money. Did he put up a couple like four mil years? Give me twenty two. Eighty three point seven. Hot eighty three point seven. Split me and Jim. Boom. What? The you Yankees paid him off. thirteen. The what Yankees alone paid him twenty five. One ten. Thirty or more than that. So you were double wrong as me. We're right in the middle. You can't Joe go David over Robertson. Have you ever watched Roll Tide, Fortune? David Robertson? Because the, the, the White Sox gave him a big contract. Yeah. Can't go over, though. The Yankees have paid him close to $30 million themselves. Some of that's from Arb, right? Might give him some more. About, about eight of that's from Arb. And then they bought out the White Sox contract, basically. And yes. White Sox gave him four for 46, was like his big deal. And the, the Phillies gave him two for 23. That, that did the legwork there. That's nice. Yeah. Cool. What an app. We did it. We're the best. Palante. Palante. Helsley really is the guy. Helsley. Helsley. I'm an Adams guy, I guess. Are Cardinals the best team in baseball right now? Maybe. No. Wrong. Sound off. Sound off in the chat. Very wrong. Tough after Judge and Stan go off on Adams tonight. That's what I'm lining up for. That's why I brought Nick Anderson, Jake Sox. Six out of the next nine games for the Spankies. You got the well, Blue Jays and Houston, too. The next 13 games are all tough ones. Except for Oakland. You got a little Oakland. That's 14, 15, 16. 50-year-old Brooke Burke. Following on Instagram. I actually see her in Malibu.